Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Permafit Podcast. I am Gordon. I am your host. And today we're going to be talking about a super critical, super important, super crucial topic. And that is failing in health and fitness, failing in your weight loss journey, failing in this whole process. Okay, now a lot of people, when they think of a health and fitness and weight loss journey, they don't think about failing. Right? We think about winning, we think about succeeding, we think about the result, we think about what we're going after, and that's amazing, that's awesome. But guys, especially if you're in the beginning stages here or if you've been in a situation where you've just tried it all, you've tried every single diet under the sun and you're just not making any progress, then there might be a couple of rough patches ahead of you. There might be a couple obstacles, but that's okay, that's a good thing. And I'm gonna get into all of that in a minute and you're gonna be able to leave this episode with a clearer understanding of just what this journey is supposed to look like, okay? So before we get into that, just a couple of things. If you are not in our free group, you got to you got to get in there. Okay? This is a Facebook group. There's 2600 women just like you who are on their health and fitness and weight loss journey. And in addition to that, our whole team is in there. I'm in there. My coaches are in there. The Permafit staff is in there to help you and support you. And we do daily content and weekly live streams to train you and coach you and educate you on certain things that are going to be applicable to this journey of yours. Okay, so if you're not part of that, go join. The link will be in the show notes here, but if you wanna go just search for it, it's on Facebook, and the URL, I believe, is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash permafit group. But if you just go on Facebook and search for permafit group, you'll find it, join it, it's free. Guys, there are there's several years of content there. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pieces of content there to help you that are not here in this podcast. So you definitely want to go be a part of that community. Okay. The other thing is go follow us on Instagram. It's just at permafit for life on Instagram. Go follow us, go check us out. We do a lot of stuff on there as well. And you're going to want to be part of that. And there's things to learn. There's things to take away. There's, there's, there's knowledge to gain. So go check that out. I also post a lot of like recipes and food stuff on there that, uh, we get a lot of positive feedback on, so I think you'll like it. So again, Instagram, Permafit for Life, okay? And if you're listening to this on your phone and you're following us on Instagram, guys, tag us in your story. <laughs> Take a snapshot of this, tag us in your story. We'd love to give you some credit. We'd love to hook you up with, we got supplements right around the corner. We'd, we'd love to be able to hook you up with some stuff. Uh, and if you're not tagging us, we know we don't know if maybe you're listening. We don't know if maybe you're getting any value out of this. So let us know and we'd love to support you. All right. So guys, let's talk about failing in health and fitness, failing in your weight loss journey. Okay, so for those who don't know, uh, I won't spend a lot of time on this, but when I very, 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 very first started my journey, it really goes back to when I was in high school. And specifically, if we're looking for years, it was probably 2000, 2001. 
is when I really started to learn this stuff and really started to think about it. And it took me from 2001, 2000, somewhere in there to 2008 until I really cracked the code. Okay. So right off the bat, just understand there was like eight years of struggle, eight years of failing, eight years of trial and error, eight years of like trying this diet and not succeeding, trying this supplement and not succeeding, trying this program and not succeeding and just going through that process over and over and over and over and over again. And the number one thing that was common to all of those situations and all those experiences and all those little micro failures was this. It's that I was shooting from the hip and I was going at it alone, okay? I was shooting from the hip and I was going at it alone. So let me break that down. Shooting from the hip, what does that mean? That means I was just trying stuff because it seemed like a good idea, okay? That was it. I wasn't aiming, right? So if you think of a, uh, like a sniper, okay? That's where the term comes from. It comes from um, combat, gun combat specifically. If you think of a sniper, a sniper does what? Before he takes a shot, okay? Because they're the most precise shooters in any military, in any combat scenario. And what's the first thing that they do? They bring that gun and that sight up to their eye and they look through it and they, they pick a target and they focus on the target, they anticipate the target's movements, they study it for a minute, right? They really understand where that target's gonna be because they get really one shot, right? They really get one shot. So that's what they do. They bring the gun up to their shoulder, right? They bring that scope up to their eye, they look through it, and they take a very, very precise, calculated shot. And they have the gun steady, they have the rifle steady, maybe it's on a tripod or a bipod, Okay, so you kind of visualize that, right? What's the alternative? What's a hip shot? A hip shot is, is when you take that gun, you're holding it at your hip. You're not looking through the sight. You don't have it steady. You don't have your target really like uh, with, cross, with crosshairs on him or her. And they're just shooting randomly, right? Bang, bang, bang. That is what a lot of people do when they approach their health and fitness journey. That's what I did for years. It's just like, all right, I'm going to aim in this direction and... Maybe I'll get lucky and hit something. Maybe I won't, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fire in this direction and see what happens. And guys, when it comes to health and fitness, that is not a recipe for success. Okay, so when you're going through that process and you're just you're firing from the hip and you're don't you're going at it alone. You've got no coaching. You've got no one telling you, you know, hey, your target's over in this direction or hey, you're way off base right now. Uh, you might feel like you're doing something. You might feel like you're taking action, but you are so far off course. You're basically just sending yourself further in the wrong direction. If that's what's happening, then you're never going to obviously get closer to your target. You're never going to see that weight come off. You're never going to see the body fat come off. You're never going to get into the shape you want to get into. And you're always going to struggle. And then you're going to start to develop the poison, the toxic like cancer that grows from that, which is inner dialogue that just is there to, to talk yourself out of believing that you can ever do it and then talking yourself out of taking appropriate action to overcome that, all right? Now, I know there was a lot there, but guys, that's, it's, it's incredibly important to wrap your mind around that, okay? So again, for seven, eight years, I was shooting from the hip and I was going at it alone. I had no mentor. I had no trainer in my life. I didn't hire a coach. I didn't hire... Uh, even a nutritionist. I didn't hire not one person to try to help me. I read every magazine. I read every blog. Now this was 20, over 20 years ago. I read every blog, every magazine. I, I was part of 
forums. There were no Facebook groups back then. There was no Instagram. There was no YouTube. So I was digesting as much content on the internet as I possibly could. I was reading books, you know, those things with paper (laughs) and I was trying to learn as much as possible. And I did learn a lot. I did gain a lot of knowledge. Okay. I got information in front of me and I digested that information. I consumed it and I learned some things, but even with all of that, I was still never really able to make real progress. And I want to highlight that because right now in 2021, there has never, ever, ever, ever in any, in the history of, of the world, has there ever been as much information readily available for you right now for absolutely free. There has never been a time in, in history where more information has been readily available for you for free. Okay. This is a situation where it's not so much a lack of information. It's a lack of specificity and execution. Okay. It's not a lack of information. It's a lack of specificity and execution. So during those seven or eight years that I was struggling, it's not that I didn't have the information. Even back then, it was 20 years ago, but there was still a lot. The internet was around. I had a lot of information. I, I read all about macronutrients. I read all about micronutrients. I read all about the, en- the energy expenditure model of the body and how those four functions all work. I understood total daily energy expenditure. I understood those things. I read about them. I studied them, but I still struggled. Okay. I still struggled because that is the equivalent of reading a textbook on something that is very scientific, something that's very, very, very complex, and then trying to go through your normal life and executing on it. It's not that simple, right? It's the difference between an academic understanding and then a practical understanding. So for those of you who might've gone to college and not everyone goes to college, I mean, I, there's nothing, I don't think that's, there's really, um, something to be commended if you do. And I don't think it's something to be, uh, looked down upon if you don't. Um, I happened to go to college. I went for a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in engineering. Okay. And when you're going through a math based program like that, that's entirely science based and there's a lot of numbers and there's theory and all this stuff. When you're going through that, there is this, this mindset that gets built into you that because you are learning the academic part of it, that you're going to be great in the field of engineering. You're going to be like an expert at designing stuff and building stuff and whatever. And the reality is that's just not true. Okay. The reality is if you get through school, engineering school, all that really means is that you're good at math and that you're good at following directions. You're good at school. School's kind of a game. And when it comes to the real world, when it comes to practical application, it's really a completely different learning curve. Like you go into the, the, the field and you start apprenticing under someone, you start learning underneath them, you start realizing like pretty quickly that you don't know anything. <laughs> All you know is how to do long math problems. And those things aren't even really applicable in the real world uh, when, you're, when you're doing most engineering stuff. So the point that I'm trying to make here, guys, is that if you read all the information on the internet about health and fitness and you understand the biology behind the energy expenditure model of the body and how that really works and how thermogenesis really works. And let's just say you do, you're a very a type, very analytical, um, left brain driven person. And you really understand that stuff. 
the, the theory and the textbook part of it, the academic part of it. Even if you understand those things, applying it in the real world is very, very different. Okay. There's a, there's a lot of little nuance that takes place in the execution part of it. And that's the part that people miss. So just because the, the, the whole point that I'm driving at here, guys, is that yes, we have more information than we have ever had in the entire history of the world around this stuff readily available at our fingertips at any given moment. Okay. In fact, you can, you can literally be sitting on the toilet and have a smartphone and pull out your smartphone and pull out your iPhone and you can have access to everything I'm talking about right there. Okay. You can, not only do we have access to it, we have access to it from literally anywhere. Okay. But it's the execution that matters and it's the understanding of the practical application that matters. So the, the, if you, if you think about that, if you think about the, the information overload that we have here, it's like, okay, great. You know, I got the information now what? Okay. Cause information by itself means nothing. And no matter how much you read it, how much you look at it, how much you study it, it doesn't matter unless we take appropriate action. Okay. Not just any action. We can't be shooting from the hip. We can't be trying a bunch of random things and expecting something amazing to happen. We can't just be going into the gym one day and saying, all right, I'm going to do this day. Cause it just seems like a good idea. And then doing a kind of weird haphazard sort of made up thing. And then the next day doing something completely different and expecting some sort of consistent result. It just doesn't work like that. Okay. It doesn't work like that. And so when you're going through your journey, understand that that is probably going to be a part of your journey. If you aren't really taking the the necessary steps to put the right pieces in place first. Okay. So again, what I mean by that is all of those things I just described, digging the information out, trying to understand it, trying to like execute it in a way that seems like a good idea. All of that is probably going to be a part of your journey. If your journey is, 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 is based around like searching for YouTube videos and watching a lot of like fitness influencers on Instagram and trying to like carbon copy what they're doing. If you're doing stuff like that, you're going to pick up little pieces of information and you're going to be trying a bunch of things that are kind of at random and aren't really in alignment with you and your goals and where you're going. And you're very likely going to struggle, not just a little bit, but a lot. Okay. So failure is going to be inevitable at this point. There's going to be speed bumps. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be landmines there waiting for you. And it's inevitable that you're going to step on those, that you're going to hit all of those. Okay. And so right off the bat, when I say that, I have a feeling because I've I've been told this before that that is like a very defeating thing to hear. It's a very, uh, take the wind out of your sails kind of thing to hear. Right. But Again, if you want to go it alone and you want to try this on your own and you want to go through this process the hard way, that is the hard way. Okay. There is an easier way. We'll get into that, but that is the hard way. And that is kind of how I did it until I didn't. Okay. So, uh, back to my story a little bit, as I was going through this process for those seven or eight years, that was the approach I took, right? I would read, I would watch, I would, I would try to understand some content and then I would try to practice it a little bit. But if I got a week in or two weeks in and I wasn't seeing the change that I thought I was going to see, 
then I would just kind of do something different. Okay. I was always doing something different. I was always trying something new. And because of that year after year after year for almost eight years, I struggled. Okay. Not only did I not get the weight off guys, I put on weight every single year for those eight straight years, every single year. Okay. And I got to the end of that eighth year, 2008, and I was 85 pounds overweight, 85. Now, some of you, you have more to lose than that. Some of you, you have less understand that like the number doesn't really matter. Okay. Uh, but to me, it mattered. Like to me, understand thinking that, okay, I have 85 pounds to lose. This is like, this is like I'm 50% heavier than I should be basically. Like to me, that was just an unacceptable thing. So I realized, thankfully, I had the realization, the epiphany that I've been doing this on my own, trying all these things, and I'd make a little bit of progress here doing something that was completely unsustainable, like cutting carbs, okay? I'd lose a little bit of weight by cutting carbs. I would lose a little bit of weight by like eating nothing but salads for lunch and dinner every day. Uh, I would lose a little, little bit of weight by cutting out all sugar, and all alcohol, right? But none of those things were sustainable for me, okay? So I like carbs. I like sugar. Um, I like to drink from time to time, okay? I, and, and because of that, I am never going to be able to sustain those ridiculous diets, okay? And those diets, guys, if you can't do that for the rest of your life, you will not keep your results. Does that make sense? If you cannot continue with one of those diets, a car, a zero carb diet or a keto diet or something like that. If you can't do that for the rest of your life, then you're not going to keep any of the results that you get when you do follow it. Okay. That's, that's a really, really, really powerful thing that you really need to understand. And it took me too long to understand that until I finally did. And when I did, it's because I was taught. Okay. I was educated by a human being, a human being who I hired, who I paid money (laughs) to teach me, taught me how this stuff worked. I also was involved in some masterminds. Okay. Some free, some not free. And I learned from others. I learned from coaches. I learned from trainers around the world and it was the most enlightening and eye-opening experience ever. Okay. It was worth every single dollar and, and minute that I devoted to it, an ounce of energy that I devoted to it because I was able to learn not just like what to do, but why and how to take all that information that I had been learning for the past seven, eight years leading up to that point and, and how it, how it weaves right in to the actual practical way of living the lifestyle to get this result and actually keep it long-term. Okay. So it, it truly was eye opening. And I want that for every single one of you. I want you to get to that point where you understand how all of this stuff works and it's no longer a guess. It's no longer like, is this going to work? I don't know. Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I follow this diet? Whatever. You want to get to a point where that is not the case. And instead you are just making progress consistently every single week, you know, maybe even every single day. And you're seeing those results unfold in front of you consistently, predictably like clockwork. Okay. So, so how do you do that? Okay. How do you do that? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to break that down in a second, but I just want to reiterate one more point. Okay. Fitness and health, like there, there are two paths. When you jump into this, when you get into this, there's two paths. One of those path paths is winning. 
It's success. It's achieving the goal. Okay. That is winning. That is one path. The other path is losing. Okay. It's losing. There is a, there is a reality where you get into this and you lose and you don't succeed and you don't achieve the goal. Okay. And you fail. That's a path too. Okay. But if we're looking at it that way, and I really think everyone should, if you're looking at it that way, then it's like any other game, right? You really, you're basically looking at it as a game. There's a winner and there's a loser. The only difference in this scenario is you're not competing with anyone else. You're only competing with yourself. Okay. So you're either going to win by yourself or you're going to lose by yourself. You're going to win against yourself and by yourself, or you're going to lose against yourself and by yourself. Okay. And that's a really, really different way of looking at it compared to how most people kind of see this. They see this as a, a temporary or very, you know, it's a nice to have like, yeah, I'd love to lose 10 pounds, but you know, it's not, and it's just not something a lot of people take seriously. And because they don't take it seriously, they never actually ever get the result they're looking for. Okay. And I'm not saying that this has to be something that consumes every waking second of your day and every ounce of energy that you have, but it must be looked at as something that is important. And it must be looked at as as something that has those two potential outcomes, success and failure, winning and losing. And again, you're only battling against yourself. You're only competing against yourself. And so in any other sport where there's a winner and a loser, like there's, there's preparation and there's execution, right? And so it's, it's, it's very applicable here. So I have a a really unique way of looking at this, or at least for me, it's unique. And I think it'll be helpful for you, right? So think about how an athlete prepares for an event or prepares for a season. So as the time of I'm, I'm recording this, we have just started the, the NFL football season here in the U S okay. And it goes on for a few months, but before every single game, the week leading up to that game, there's a few things that take place. Okay. And in your health and fitness journey is the same way. You're basically going and playing a game on a daily and weekly basis. And the three things that go into that are like they're parallel to a sport like football. So let's talk strategy for a minute. Okay. this is important. So how do, how does like an athlete get prepared for an event? Well, they talk X's and O's, right? They talk X's and O's. They talk strategy. They talk like, okay, here's the play we're going to make. Here's how we're going to play it. And then they practice it. They rehearse it. They script it until the point where it's locked in and it's like memory, right? It's muscle memory. It's just, it's second nature. Well, when it comes to your health and fitness journey, you can't be shooting from the hip. Like I talked about earlier, you can't be just winging it on your own and expecting this monumental, amazing result. No, there's, there's really like five layers to that strategy that matter. Okay. So strategy really means like nutritionally training wise, workout wise, supplementation, water intake, hydration, sleep, those things all matter. Okay. Now they may, some of them are more important than others. Like nutrition is probably the most important there. What are you putting in your body? How much of it are you putting in your body? I'm not talking about volume potentially. I'm talking about, or I'm not talking about volume specifically. I'm talking about the numbers. You know, what are you putting in your body calorically? 
and what are you putting in your body nutri- nutrient wise like the amount of micros you're putting in your body vitamins minerals whole foods things like that what are you putting in your body and then macro wise are you consuming the appropriate macronutrient distribution for your body for your goal like that's the nutritional strategy and that's something that's typically dynamic it changes over time right so that's like the first thing workout wise what are you doing in the gym what are you doing in your home gym if you're just winging it and you're just doing something that makes your heart race and makes you sweat and makes you feel good temporarily that's probably not good enough it's probably like 99% confident in saying that like you know or i should say i'm 100% confident that that is 99% ineffective at getting you to your goal okay does that make sense it's it's not going to get you there just doing a bunch of exercises that seem like a good idea that might make you sweat might make your heart race might make you feel like you're exhausted that's not enough guys that's not enough so having the right workout routine that is strategically and specifically like built around you and your goal and where it is you want to go that's a strategy element and oftentimes what you're going to find is you can do far less of what you were doing before in terms of hours spent to working out and you're going to make much 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 more progress all right so typically what this looks like that the clients that i work with typically we're looking at like 40 minutes a day three to four times a week on average okay i don't i think i've had one client in the past year that i had working out five days a week and that was a completely unique scenario because it's just not it's just not necessary, guys. If your strategy is built properly, then you don't need all of this crazy stuff. You don't need to be uh, hitting cardio every single day, <laughs> okay? I actually spoke with a woman this morning who told me that she's done, she was doing 90 minutes of cardio a day every day for a long time and not eating any carbs, okay? And she lost a bunch of weight and then she stopped doing those things and lo and behold, here we are, okay? So she hit a plateau for like years And then she stopped doing those things and here we are. And she stopped doing those things because it's just not sustainable. 90 minutes of cardio a day, every day. Guys, think about that for a minute. What is that, like 11 hours of cardio a week or something like that? It's it's crazy. And not eating carbs. I mean, I don't know about you, but I love carbs and I'm gonna eat carbs every day. And here's the thing, you should eat carbs every day. Your body thrives on having carbs. So anyways, the workout piece, that's part of your strategy. Supplementation. Supplementation should be part of your strategy. Do you need to take every supplement? Absolutely not. Not every supplement is appropriate for every person. Okay. A lot of you probably only need like maybe one or two, if anything. Okay. Do you need supplements? Let's just, let's just answer that real quick. Do you need supplements in your life? No. Supplements are not a, a hard need for anyone. Okay. But here's the thing. Most people, almost like literally all of them, don't have the proper nutritional profile on a daily basis that would make up for not taking supplements. Okay. So most people, and I say most, I mean, it's really a hundred percent. Bennett would benefit from taking a multivitamin every day, a greens powder every day. Uh, As we get a little bit older up into our thirties, forties and beyond, I would recommend glucosamine and chondroitin to pretty much everybody. And there's a few other little things, but those, those things, that's supplementation guys. I mean, you, I guess you can throw protein powder in there. I consider protein powder more of like a, a food than, than a supplement, but 
because it does have calorie, uh, quite a bit of calories and it's, it can be a meal replacement. But anyways, protein powder, if you want to throw that in there, protein powder is amazing, right? So you can mix it with anything. You can mix it with oatmeal. You can mix it with um, like yogurt, right? You can make a shake out of it, whatever. And it's going to provide massive, massive benefits to you macronutritionally. But if you're not, if you're not putting the right stuff in your body supplementation wise, then you're going to struggle too. There's a strategy there. Uh, so I'll, I'll say this one more thing about supplements. A lot of people just buy whatever because it, it seems like a good idea. Well, there's, there's a very high likelihood that if you go into a supplement shop and you buy a bunch of stuff that half of it or 25% of it or something you don't need. So it's about buying the right stuff and putting the right things in your body. Okay. Quality matters here too, guys. You typically get what you pay for with supplements. Just keep that in mind. The cheaper they are and like those big bulk packages, you're very likely not getting high quality stuff. Okay. It's a very deceptive industry. It's very predatory and it's not FDA regulated. So, uh, just honestly, it just trust where you're putting your money based on the value and the reputation of the company and do your own research as much as you can. Uh, but you typically get what you pay for. So keep that in mind. Hydration. This is part of your strategy too. How much are you drinking? How often, how frequently are you drinking your water and getting enough in guys? This is like an absolute luxury for, for us. If you're listening to this podcast right now, then you are likely in a scenario where you have access to unlimited water. And if that's the case, there's no reason, there's no excuse why you're not being properly hydrated. All right. So you should be getting somewhere between three, four liters a day, somewhere around that gallon. If you can get up there uh, consistently every single day, your body's going to thrive. Okay. Sleep. This is another one. Sleep's part of this strategy too, guys. Getting enough sleep. Most people don't. Okay. You need to get enough sleep, right? Seven, eight, nine hours a night consistently is going to help your, your endocrine system. It's going to help your hormone function. It's going to help your muscle recovery. It's going to help so many other little elements in your body that just like with hydration, if you can do it, then do it. I think the only exception here would be like, if you have a newborn baby, (laughs) you know, I know when my son was born, I, I guess I was kind of sleep deprived there for a couple of months, but once we got that all ironed out and he grew up a little bit, then it was fine. Uh, but other than that, guys, you should be getting consistent sleep. So again, nutrition, workout, supplementation, hydration, water, and sleep. Those are all part of your strategy. Those are your X's and O's. Okay. That's your whiteboard. That's your review of the tape from last week's game, right? It's the strategy piece. It is so important. And if you don't have a strategy built out and you're doing any of those things that I just mentioned, just randomly haphazardly, because it seems like a good idea without any real thought behind it, then you're going to struggle. Okay. You're going to struggle. You're going to hit these little failure points. You're going to hit these landmines and you may not actually get through it because you may just keep trying the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Like I did year after year after year. Okay. So the second thing guys, beyond strategy, beyond the X's and O's. Now, again, we're, we're talking about how someone approaches an event or a game where they have to win and there's an opportunity to win and then there's an opportunity to potentially lose. And the second thing beyond strategy that like an athlete would think of and that you should think of with your health and fitness journey, with your weight loss journey is visualizing the outcome. Okay. So what's cool about athletes, I've always found this fascinating is 
they will sit in the locker room with a, with like a, a, a therapist or a psychologist or, or someone who's like very visualization based and they will close their eyes. Okay. Before a game or before something, and they will visualize themselves. They will visualize it crystal clear, like down to the finest detail. They'll visualize themselves stepping onto the ice. If we're talking about hockey or stepping onto the field, if we're talking about football or stepping onto the mound, if they're a baseball pitcher or whatever, right? I'm going to use hockey as an example because I know the sport really well, but they visualize themselves stepping onto the ice, right? They can see everything. They're closing their eyes. They see everything. They see the skates that they're wearing. They see the color of their socks. They see the color of their jersey. They see all the crowd, the people in the crowd. They see the lights. They see the jumbotron. They hear right? They close their eyes and they're like visualizing, hearing the the crisp cut of their skate as it cuts through the ice when they're turning. And they visualize themselves like coming around from behind the net. They've got their stick down and they get that perfect pass on their stick and they're looking up and they see an attacker coming at them and they, they make a move and get past them. And then they, they shoot that pass right to the, the center who's up there at the blue line waiting for it. Right. And they and they 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 skate up with them and they they visualize all this stuff, guys. They visualize the whole thing. And what happens is when they go out there on the ice, that visualization becomes a reality that is not that far away. It's not that far out of their grasp. And it's almost like they live the experience before it actually happens in real life. And I know how that sounds. I know that sounds delusional probably to a lot of you. But this was one of the first things that my, my earlier mentors taught me with health and fitness is like, Hey, Gordon, man, stop with the diets for a second. Stop with the workouts. You need to close your eyes for a second and you need to visualize yourself being 160 pounds. Okay. Visualize yourself being 160 pounds. Visualize what size pants you're going to be wearing. Close your eyes, literally close your eyes, visualize what this is going to look like. Okay. You wake up in the morning, you roll out of bed. Okay, you're sitting on the edge of your bed. You haven't even got up yet. You know, and you're sitting there. You look down. You see yourself. What do you see? Are you sleeping in a shirt? Are you not sleeping in a shirt? Okay. When you when you look down at your your belly, what does that look like? Like, do you have rolls? Do you have a six pack? Like, what does it look like? And you start to visualize the reality of what this would look like. Okay. You walk into the bathroom, right? You do your thing. You go to the bed. You're brushing your teeth. You see yourself in the mirror. What do you see? What are you seeing? Are you seeing your collarbone, right? Are you seeing your, your, your shoulder muscles? Are you seeing definition? Are you seeing your abs? Are you seeing your hip bones, right? Are you seeing these things? And you start to create a reality in your head that has yet to happen in actual reality. Okay. And it becomes very, very, very real guys. It becomes very vivid and it's like, it becomes so vivid to the point where you know it's going to happen. You know it's right around the corner. You know it's actually part of the future. You just need to keep marching to it and you need to do whatever you got to do to put the right pieces in place to get you there. Okay? That visualization piece, I'm telling you, is so 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 important. If you want to win in health and fitness and weight loss, that visualization piece is essential. Okay. And then the last piece here, guys, the last level of this is accountability. Okay. So every single athlete that goes into an event or goes into a game or something is being held accountable. They're being held accountable for their performance. 
They're being held accountable for what they deliver, what product they deliver, what intensity that they deliver, what effort they deliver. And if they don't deliver on those things, if they don't deliver on account on, on focus, on intensity, on effort, then guess what happens? There's repercussions, right? There's repercussions. And just like in your health and fitness journey, if you're going through this process and you've got the strategy down and let's just say you are visualizing all of this and you're doing all those things right, you're going to make a little bit of progress. Okay. That's great. You're going to make a little bit of progress, but if you don't have someone holding you accountable while you go through this, then you're, you're, you're going to slip. You're going to go backwards. Okay. Because you don't, you're the only person that's watching. Okay. And I'm telling you right now, there's like no one on the planet that can hold themselves accountable when they're going to through this process. And here's why. Okay. If you're, if you're trying to lose weight and it's been a problem for any amount of time, then what you're trying to do besides lose the weight is you're trying to disrupt an entire belief system, an entire lifestyle, an entire set of habits, an entire set of routines. You're trying to disrupt that and replace it with something different. And I'm telling you right now, there is something called cosmic habit force that is going to prevent you from being able to do that on your own. Okay. It's going to prevent you from being able to disrupt all those areas of your life on your own. Okay. Habit force is strong. Habit force is real. Habit force is it's, it's what it sounds like. It's the, it's the force that that habit has built up that is basically like like a, like a wave in the ocean and it's going to push and there's really nothing you can do about it. It's going to push anyway. You can't stop it. So the only way to battle against that is to have some accountability in place that grinds through that, that wave when it comes at you, right? That grinds through that habit force when it starts to pick up steam and it starts to pick up momentum, right? So in athletics, that coach is going to hold that player accountable. And if that if that player doesn't provide the effort and doesn't show the intensity and doesn't show the want and the, and the desire when they're out there playing, well, guess what? The next practice rolls around and they're going to, they're going to go back to the basics. They're going to do so in hockey, they'd be doing something like a bag skate. If you don't know what that is, it's basically you, you skate, no pucks, <laughs> no passes, no shots, none of that fun stuff. You skate and skate and skate and skate and skate until you puke right? And until you, you hit the bag and you know, that's really, really common. That's really, really, really common. And you know, if you're not, if you're not showing up with some focus and you're not being held accountable, accountable to that, then winning is not really something on the horizon, at least not consistently. And you know, like in, in athletics, <laughs> what happens when, when they don't win, when they don't win, well, you don't get you don't get, you don't get re-signed. You don't get bigger contracts. You don't get right. But in health and fitness, if you're not being held accountable somehow, some way, you're going to end up cheating. You're going to end up quitting. You're going to end up trying something new. You're going to end up going back on what you said you wanted. And what happens over time when you do that, when you start and stop and fail and start and stop and fail, and you do that over and over again, you start to build up this negative self-belief, this negative energy that, yeah, you know, I don't really think I can ever get there, but I'd be nice. Right. And you, and you kind of talk yourself out of it. You try to, you try to talk yourself out of it, but you never really truly believe you can get there. The more that you fail and the more that you struggle. Okay. The more you fail, the more you struggle, the more you slip backwards, the more you keep bumping up against this and not making any progress. 
Every time you do that, you're creating a little bit more disbelief in your head, a little bit more lack of, 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 of being able to see yourself seeing this goal all the way through. Okay. So, you know, at the end of the day, there's two ways of failing. Okay. You can fail forward or you can fail backwards. Okay. Cause at some point during this journey, you're going to, you're going to stumble. Okay. You can call those little micro failures, whatever you want to call them, but you're going to struggle and you're going to stumble and you can fail forward, which means you can fail. You can take a lesson away from that. You can learn something from it and you can move on the next day. So what now what? And you've got that lesson learned and you try not to repeat that, that, that mistake a second time, right? Or you can fail backwards, which is you hit a roadblock, you hit a struggle point and you let it overtake you. And that day turns into two, turns into three, turns into a week, turns into a month, turns into six months. And when it, you know, when you're there, it's like, okay, you know, and I, I, I'm never going to be able to do this. And you have to start all over again, you know, or you have to, what's worse is you have to start from a point that's even further back than where you started the first time that's failing backwards. So you can either fail forwards or you can fail backwards. Cause again, chances are you're going to struggle at some point. So guys, look, when you're going through this process, I understand how hard it is. I've been there. I get it. I do. I promise. And I can tell you right now, if I could go back to 2001, Gordon, I would have told him, Hey, you know what you need to do? Instead of spending the next seven years spinning your wheels for no reason, what you need to do is you need to find someone who's done exactly what you want. Okay. Lost the weight, got into amazing shape and did it in a way that's totally sustainable for the rest of your life. Find that person and pay them whatever the hell they want to teach you exactly how to do it for you. Okay. That's what I would have done. Totally honest, candid openness right here. That's what I would have done. And that's what I did end up doing. I just wish I did it seven years earlier. Okay. <laughs> Cause, uh, I'll tell you right now, the magazines and the blogs and the forums and all that stuff that I was doing, I never really got anywhere. Like I said, I kept putting on weight every single year. Okay. It was always about like how extreme of an approach can I take on you know, how, how much can I cut out of my daily intake? How much can I, can I work out to try to make this happen? And because those approaches were so extreme, I never actually made any progress. I ended up quitting all the time because they're just not sustainable. So guys, if you want to get into a body that you absolutely love without any restrictive dieting, without cutting your carbs, without cutting sugar, without working out every day, without having to do a bunch of cardio, if that's what you want, then the best thing for you to do right now is actually have a conversation with us, okay? Don't just listen to this podcast. Don't just read our stuff and nod your head. Have a conversation with us, with me, with my team. And you can do this by going to permafitforlife.com forward slash game plan, okay? Permafitforlife.com forward slash game plan. And when you go to that website, you're going to see a calendar, on that calendar, just pick a time, pick a day that works best for you, fill in a little bit of information that we ask you. And then at that time, we'll give you a call and we'll have a conversation. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll unpack this a little bit. We'll get to the point where we understand it a little bit more, your situation, your baseline, where it is you wanna go. We'll start to give you some clarity on that and really put together that game plan. And we can talk about what it might look like to work together and see this thing all the way through to completion. But at the very least, you're going to get some clarity around this stuff. So again, permafitforlife.com forward slash game plan. And guys, this is the first step, right? This is the first step. Because if you take action in some way that involves 
someone else who's done this over and over and over and over and over and over and over again for not just themselves, but for literally hundreds and and thousands of other people, it's going to be the best case scenario for you to put that thing and inject it right into your, your strategy, right into your approach, because you're no longer shooting from the hip. You're no longer just trying a bunch of stuff that seem like a good idea. Does this make sense? So again, we'd love to talk with you. Permanentfitforlife.com forward slash game plan. We would love for you to be our next success story, but we have to have that conversation first. Okay, not everyone's a good fit. That's totally fine, but we wanna make sure that if we do bring you in that it is, and how we do that is by having that conversation. So, all right, guys, that's gonna do it here. I'm gonna wrap it up. Thank you so much. Again, if you got value out of this in some way, If you learned something, if it made you think differently about health and fitness and weight loss, please share this with someone, a like-minded friend in your network. And if you haven't yet, please go over to iTunes and give us a rating and a review. I would appreciate that so much. And that's going to do it, guys. Have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. And I'll talk to you in the next one. See ya.